I guess we should do this thing, huh? Fuck yeah, let's do this. All right. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Tip to Tip with Lou and Chris. My name is Lou. It's me, Chris! Chris is there. <laughs> He's doing something different today. This is Chris on uppers. Oh, man. Chris with Adderall. I wonder what that would be like. Um, I mean, probably right now you'd be at normal speed because you're all fucking tired from working so much. Yeah. Today we're doing episode 39. We're at 39, you son of a bitch. Holy shit. Yeah. And uh, the job today, Lucky Brand Dungarees. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I think, 22 or 23, like when I want, went out and bought like a $70 pair of jeans. <laughs> I was always buying like $30 jeans at like Target or $20 Target, jeans. yeah. Gotta get those fucking Wranglers at Target for for the cheap price, the nice price. Exactly. Yeah, I, uh, I well, we'll get all into to Lucky here in a minute, but uh, let's get the occupational breakdown out of the way, shall we? Let's do it. All right. Occupational breakdown. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to put some, some angels in the background of that and maybe some twinkles and we'll be good to go. Oh, I can't wait to hear it's it. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> They're always fun. It's funny because I think I spend the same amount of time editing the occupational breakdown intros and outros as I do for the entire rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> we like to call that putting in a little extra love. It's totally worth it. I got to put a little English on those occupational breakdowns, you know? <laughs> I never understood that phrase, putting English on something. Um, I'm sure there's some reason, but I never looked it up. Is that uh, an older slang? I don't know if I've I heard feel that. like it is. I feel like it's like 50s or 60s. Yeah. You know, it's right up there with elbow grease. <laughs> um, so anyway, the, the job, as I said, lucky brand dungarees. I feel compelled to always say the full thing. Even though when I worked there, I just work at I worked at Lucky's, you know, I worked at the Lucky store or the Lucky brand store, but I love the word dungarees. Is that really so a part of the it. name? Yeah, it's called Lucky Brand Dungarees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little long. Yeah, it's a uh, unnecessary, but whatever. It's my thirty seventh job. Uh, my position <laughs> held there. I was the. Th- <laughs> We're, we're putting up numbers now. This is my 37th job. I know. We're not even halfway through. Fuck. We're not even halfway there, my friend. Um, my position held was the third key holder, which I guess is the same as a supervisor. And uh, my wage earned $11 an hour. So a little up, a little bit of an uptake from the uh, from the last one, if you'll remember. I'm sure you don't remember. It's been a little while since you recorded the uh, Suncoast episode, but... <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. guess it depended on the day of the week, right? Your exactly. wage earned. Yeah, yeah. Was that was I in overtime at that point, making half half time? That's fucking unreal. <laughs> we'll give you three numbers. cents on every other Thursday. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, when you're desperate, and you'll take what you can get. And uh, I worked for two weeks 
at Lucky Brand Dungarees. <laughs> Two whole weeks, my friend. And that was your occupational breakdown. Occupational breakdown. I like that one too. I'm going to go with that. Those are both Money good. all day. I know. One of these days I'll just make an occupational break. I keep thinking we'll do one together, like we'll really figure one out, but then... We're, we're going to. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Episode 74. We'll finally figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. When last we spoke, I had quit Suncoast because I wasn't making enough money and I was kind of burnt out on that place. It was a lot of hours for not as much pay as I wanted. And uh, one of the one of my part timers that worked there had gotten a job, a part time job at Lucky, which is also in the same mall. So instead of being you know over there by in the Sears wing, I moseyed on over to the uh, what would that be the Nordstrom's ring? JC Penny? No, I think that was over by <clears throat> Nordstrom's. It was down that way towards Z Gallery, which we've spoken of in the past. See, on on your way to uh, Lucky Brand Dungarees, you would pass both Ashley Avery's on the right, and you'd see Z Gallery in the distance. And the Natural Wonders would have been downstairs as you were walking down that hall. Yeah, we're in the same fucking mall. (laughs) I did a lot of action in Woodfield. (laughs) Put a lot of put a lot of time in Woodfield. You have a plaque on the wall. (laughs) <laughs> they should. I'm sure a lot of people. I'm sure once like you get a part time job in that mall, you're gonna get like two or three other part time jobs in that mall. Sure, that's probably pretty normal. I think Tammy probably. I know Tammy had a couple of jobs in that mall, for sure. So, not rare. Did you, you never worked in Woodfield though? Yes. No. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said yes like that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So. I got hired at this fucking place. Now, as you were saying at the at the beginning about spending $70 on a pair of jeans, I never spent fucking $70 on a pair of jeans. I It was laughable, the idea of spending the amount of money this place cost. And I remember when I got hired, they were like, you have to wear our clothes, but you get a discount. And it's a pretty good discount. And then I feel like there might even have been like a bigger discount for your first purchase because they knew there was a chance people are going to get hired that didn't have any of their clothes or didn't have enough of their clothes. So like right out of the gate, I bought two pairs of jeans and like two or three shirts that I could wear at work. What Um, kind of discount are we talking? Can you remember? No, I can't, but it was significant. It was like 40% off or something or 50%. It was pretty high. I remember it being substantial. Yeah. It was like, you know, honestly, it was like you were buying a normal pair of jeans so it, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It's probably yeah. the best thing about that job. <laughs> um, and you know, here's the, here's the problem with me. I'm good enough in an interview that I will be what you want me to be. The problem is, I'm not always going to be that once I get hired. <laughs> and this is one of those circumstances. <laughs> so, like, you know, I remember she talked about selling, and you know, there was a lot of emphasis on it. And of course, I was like, yeah, I could sell. I could sell ice to an Eskimo, like one of those bullshit kind of deals. I sure. didn't say that, by the way. I would never say that. But good, <laughs> you, you follow me. Yeah. Um. But and I was thinking, okay, I'll figure it out, right? I'll get the job, I'll get comfortable, and I'll kind of figure out a way to be effective without being a used car salesman. And very quickly, like within the first, like I think she, they gave me like maybe three or four days of like laying off of me. 
And then all of a sudden, the manager like stopped. She basically threatened to stop giving me hours if I didn't hit, start hitting sales goals. Wow. So it was like she went from being cool to being like real not cool. And I, whatever, you know, I mean, it's like the job and it's her job to do what she did, I'm sure. And whether or not I agree with her strategy of basically trying to like strong arm me or threaten me. But I was very much like, yeah, nah, no, that's not how you're, you're not going to get honey or what is it? Catch more bees with honey than vinegar or some shit like that. Right. <laughs> she's not catching. She's yeah. not catching any loo with with vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I knew pretty quickly that, that I was not going to be able to do what she wanted me to do. So, uh, yeah, I, I was like, okay, I'll just hold on to this as long as I can kind of a situation. And then kind of to add insult, me and two other of the employees that were kind of new, our paychecks didn't show up on like the first payday. Right. So I was like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. You know, you don't want to work at a place where your paycheck's supposed to be there and it's not. Right. And then the day after that, it didn't show up again. And at that point, I was like, this job is not for me. It's not going to work. I'm uncomfortable as fuck. This chick's an asshole. And on top of that, they're they're withholding my paycheck now. So after two days of that, I, I basically told her to eat dicks. I didn't. I walked out of there. Um, Did you ever get that fucking paycheck? Yeah, I think that they mailed it to me. I don't remember ever going back in to get it, but I don't know. Here's the fucking ridiculous part. Like a week after I did, I left that job, my fucking car broke down and I just spent $600 to get it running again. Oh, and it was like the beginning of like when it started to get really cold, it was like yeah, winter time. Yeah. And then the heater stopped working even after I paid the $600 to get it running. So like... <laughs> Driving around, I remember driving that car, and it would like if I put the windows up, the whole windshield would fog up. And so I had to drive with the win with the windows down, but it was like you know fucking minus five degrees out. Um, Chicago weather. Yeah, that was a brutal one. That was a brutal one. And so we had already been kind of talking about maybe moving to Georgia at that point because uh, Tammy's mom and sister and shit lived down there, and it would be just a way for us to get out of the winter, get away from the snow, get away from the impending doom of being broke in the in the winter in Illinois. Right. So this kind of uh, expedited that plan quite a bit, the whole situation of the cars and me bailing on that job. Um, yeah. So be between that and the everything else, we ended up moving to Georgia, I think the day after Christmas that year. So, and uh, where were you guys living? Remind me. We were in Glendale Heights at that point, which it was kind of near Stratford Square Mall. Mm -hmm. Not too far, walking distance from Stratford down that way. Army Trail was like the major east or east west road. Yeah. Um, the day before we moved, my car broke down again and wouldn't start at all, and. We weren't planning on driving it. We were planning on putting it on a trailer and, you know, driving a U-Haul with the car behind us. Did Timmy and, have a car at that point? No, she didn't. We were using my car at that point. So okay. we ended up getting the car, pushing the car up onto the trailer with another car, like putting it neutral. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And using another car to nudge that fucker up there. And uh, yeah, it was like negative 10 out with like a windshield of negative 40. Legit. It was so cold that winter. I was just like, what the fuck? It really felt like like Jesus was up in the sky flipping me the bird. 
He probably was. I like to imagine that's Jesus. That's his style. <laughs> it's probably because he didn't buy any of his figurines. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, or maybe just he remembered me laughing at him playing hockey and we scoring need to a goal. Post pictures of that. Did you do that? Huh? Did you post pictures of that? No, because I haven't put that episode up yet. <laughs> that episode is <laughs> still in the can. So we need, we need to make sure we do that. Oh, yeah. As soon as I post that episode, I'll put pictures on the website. They'll be available for the three people that might want to go look at them there. It's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we left. That was the end of Illinois for us. We drove 18 hours straight. And uh, it took that long, mostly because the truck wouldn't go over 50 miles an hour. Uh, yeah, it was, we moved into the the den of the house that Tammy's mom was renting and her sister lived upstairs and her mom spent most of the time at her boyfriend's house. So we were, we were there alone quite a bit. And, uh, yeah, I basically, I remember getting to Georgia and being like, oh my God, I can run outside again. Cause I'd kind of let myself go when I was working at Suncoast and what's, um, what is the weather in Georgia the day after Christmas? It Worst is like scenario. it is like October, early October in Illinois. Oh. It's like maybe low sixties or high fifties, maybe maybe high forties at night. It's not. It's not cold. You know what I mean? Comparatively, yeah. it's not go outside and your face hurts cold. It gets chilly. Like you wouldn't want to run in shirt in shorts and a t shirt during the winter months in the morning although i did occasionally like a fucking moron but yeah it gets it gets chilly but it does not get cold nobody that's ever felt cold would think of georgia as cold yeah so yeah it was definitely like i remember thinking even though it was gray in winter in georgia it was still like gray out and shit i remember thinking like oh this is gonna be so much easier like just so much comparatively so much easier that's I had awesome. gained like 25 pounds during that, during my sun coast. Of muscle? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All of nice, soft, squishy muscle situated mostly in my ass and stomach. <sighs> yeah. So, but that was, that was lucky brand dungarees. I don't remember shit about the job. I probably, you know, I worked probably nine shifts and seven of them were uncomfortable and i just couldn't wait to clock out and get the fuck out of there i think awful. i still have at least some of those clothes in in a box somewhere my skinny skinny lou outfits yeah but yeah i like the clothes i like the jeans they're good jeans i wouldn't spend 70 or 80 bucks on a pair of jeans now but that sucks <laughs> i would if i was you know wealthy but yeah yeah, it sucks. Um, I don't know. You have any questions about that time? I know you have any questions about Lucky Brand dungarees, but um, yeah. What was it like when you were uh, leaving? Obviously, you didn't have anything musically going on. No, and I I barely said goodbyes. I don't even think okay. I got together with anybody. I think it was just like I do that a lot when I move. I put my twi my tail between my legs and like, get the fuck out of there. I don't make a big deal about it. I have, I think my favorite moment of that, it'll come up in a later episode, but I'll give you a little fucking teaser right now. I actually quit Best Buy from the road on my way out of <laughs> Illinois. Like, I, I don't called, think I knew that. Yeah, I called Nicole and I was like, hey, so 
I'm I'm quitting because I'm leaving the state right now. <laughs> it's like on the road leaving. So that's that's how I do sometimes. That's but yeah, awesome. I don't remember there being like a big goodbye with Dan or anything like that. I think it was like I just gotta get the fuck out of this state before it kills me. It's not a goodbye. It's a I'll see you later. See you next time. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. Um, where were okay. you at uh, in at the end of? I guess that would have been the end of two thousand. Um, I don't need to know, like your exact where you're standing, but I'm just in general in your no, life. I was getting ready to go into high school. Is that is that like when did you? When was your freshman year of high school? I think it was two thousand one. Okay, so you were in eighth grade. Yeah. So while I was leaving Illinois in that moment, you were probably on your winter break since it was right after Christmas. Right. You were enjoying That's some not... toys. What did you get for eighth <laughs> for Christmas, eighth grade? You don't have to tell me exactly, but give me an example of something you might have gotten for Christmas when you were, you know, thirteen. Probably, probably something Metallica flavored. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was playing um a new pillowcase. Yeah, I was playing bass. I was in a band at the time. I think. Hmm. I mean, I may not have been in the band, but I was playing bass all the time getting fucking awesome. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, of course. I mean, I I was it's cool to think back because when I first started playing like my hands like understood what to do, but like as you get more and more used to it, like you pick something up and you're like, "Holy shit, that just came out of me." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't like amazing by any means, but I was getting better, so that was cool. It's interesting that I, you know, I think of myself as starting playing guitar pretty early. You know, I was yeah 14, basically. But you were younger than me when you started playing bass. Like you're already playing with other people and shit at. By the time I picked up the guitar. Yeah, I mean, I was like 13. Yeah, I didn't start playing with people till I was 15, so... You had a bit of a head start on me, bucko. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did, I did, I did. It's unfortunate that you uh, came up during the age of new metal. Which, <laughs> even though I like some of that stuff, and I, I have nostalgia for it, and there's some fondness for it, I do not consider it a good starting point. I don't yeah. think of it as a good starting point. I think of it as like... Whoa, you made it through that genre unscathed. Good luck. Good, good, <laughs> good job. You know, like to me, you know, there's genres, genres of music that I like but don't have a lot of respect for. And then there's genres that I have respect for that I don't really like. And new metal is in that not a lot of respect for but kind of like area. Sure. <clears throat> I, I just, I, I salute you for, you know, <laughs> excelling yeah, no, it's... despite your, you know, living in an era of Limp Biscuit. Oh my god! Yeah, I was never a big Limp Bizkit fan, but uh, I mean, you know, I was all about Corn, yeah, and Mudvayne, yeah, Slipknot. Course. But Slipknot's something a little different. It is. Um, so here's a question. Um, so you're living with Tammy, but then you guys decide to move to Georgia. That's a huge fucking um, milestone in a relationship. Tell me what that was like. And state lines. You guys moved state lines. It was. <sighs> It was kind of hot and cold. It yeah. was there was like a bit of I kind of felt like I screwed her, you know? Like my my bad work ethic is sort of helped put her in a position 
that made her have to move kind of a thing. She was still working though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I can't remember where she was working there at that point, but she did have a job, but she wasn't making enough at her job to, to like cover all the bills as they were and to get a new car and you know, that kind of shit. So we just needed like a minute to breathe. It was, it was sort of like that. We needed like a minute to breathe and we couldn't get it in the situation we were in. So I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't like glorious. You know what I mean? There was sort of some like negativity to it, but you know, did our best with the situation as it was. And I mean, she was also going to a place where, you know, her relationship with her mother is kind of interesting. And I wasn't entirely sure what that was going to be like or how, or what it was even until I saw it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily know that it was a great idea, but it, it, it was what it was. And like I said, at least we didn't freeze to death. <laughs> yeah, I've said it before, true. man. Like if you're broke in, in Illinois and like you get unlucky on top of being broke, or you have a terrible work ethic, you can get yourself in some fucking trouble real quick, you know? And there's like, I, I don't know. I don't know why people choose to to do that. I mean, I, I get it if you just know you're going to be okay or if you have a support system. Like, if you were fucking broke, you could figure it out probably. But, yeah. I mean, I've had some moments. I've had some moments where, like, bills didn't get paid, and I was like, fuck, they, if they turn our heat off, if they decide to fuck with us that way, like, we're dead. It, it, it'll kill us. Right. I, I don't... I'm here, I'm paying a lot in rent here, but, like, if I was on the street, I'd be fine, because the fucking environment won't kill me. So, right. I've always sort of felt like, you know what, like, I, my safety net is being in an environment that won't kill me, and that's kind of how I've operated since. But I don't know. We'll talk. As you know, we move back and forth and, and around about and again. So you'll hear a whole bunch of different uh, opinions and circumstances. And I'm sure I'll make myself sound like a hypocrite you know, <laughs> once or thrice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about Georgia in the you'll get you'll get plenty of Georgia opinions in the coming episodes. I can't wait. Yeah. But uh fuck pp meter yeah i mean we're gonna call this a two i don't know if we had a if we had a one yet i don't know if i, I cannot if I, if remember I, could, I don't know if i could pull the trigger on a one i feel like i'd have to be sexually molested in the back room for it to be a one you know <laughs> like like somebody like you know snipped my testicles with some cuticle scissors or something that would be a one <laughs> <laughs> Has that happened? <laughs> no, no. But I, I told you that I, I stapled my ball sack once, right? Sure didn't. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, I can tell you about it another time. Just, I'll put that in my back pocket for an episode where I've got literally nothing to say. Sounds Just good. remind me, stapled my ball sack. <laughs> and on that note, we're uh, next time around. We're going to Gadzooks, my friend. Have you ever been to Gadzooks? Holy shit, Gadzooks. That, what was... Uh, fucking Gadzooks. I'm like looking around my room like I'm going to see like, what it is. Do you have a piece of Gadzooks clothing in the closet back there you're you're reaching for? Um, do you remember Gadzooks? Yes, but what store is that similar to? Like, give me... I mean, it's kind of like if Hot Topic were more of like a raver slash... Yes. Like, 
I don't know, like Guido fucking store. It's the kind of store where you'd see somebody that had like wearing a wife beater with tattoos and real tan and bleach blonde hair. Like if Ger- Guy Fieri was in short in a in good shape, you know, <laughs> he might shop at Gadzooks. Oh, and then like you know, like girls, like teenage girls. There's a store that I'm thinking of. It's not like Vans. It's not like Journeys. Pacific but... somewhere. Yes. Yes. We'll talk about Pakistan in a future episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see y'all at Gadzooks. Yeah, yeah. See you at Gadzooks. All right, so, yeah, Gadzooks. We'll see you next time. All right, I love you. I love you too. Bye. (laughs) Fucking Gadzooks. (laughs) Ha ha ha!